0: Welcome to Weight Loss with the Hodgson's. Please welcome your
1: hosts, Ryan and Ellie Hodgson. Hello and welcome to another episode of Weight Loss with the Hodgson's. Today we're really excited because we're joined by one of our friends, uh, Christoph Chateau, who actually we've been friends um, via Facebook for a number of years, always been in connection, loved a lot of what he thought, so we thought we'd get him on board. Christoph, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Good to be in, good to be involved. Cool, perfect. Listen, thanks for joining us. Uh, just for those of you who don't know you, never seen you commenting on our posts, <laughs> <laughs> let, us, let, let them know just a little bit about you. Um, I
2: am a dancer, a choreographer, producer, a director, yada, 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 the usual stuff. <laughs> um, I've been performing for many, many years, and I kind of come to Jersey originally doing entertainment. So we have our own entertainment company in the Channel Islands. Um, and I've worked a lot with situations that have kind of sort of given advice and, and tips and tricks. Nowhere near needs the professional level that you guys do. But um, it's always been a fun job that I've loved and has meant that I've always worked with people. And so I've had a lot of experience of chatting to people um, about situations, whether they're at the beginning of their career or further on.
1: Cool. Brilliant. Love it. So, I mean, obviously, one of the things that we, uh, we find your comment on a lot is tends to be sort of mindset Kind of things that we get into conversations with, and confidence being one of them, or whether it be happiness in general, but confidence is a big win for you.
2: It is, yeah. I'm a strong believer that there's no such thing as confidence, which a lot of people it sort of pricks their conscience, which I try and do with people. I try and not just sort of go a little bit grey, I try and go sort of great for black and white almost. And yeah, for me personally, I'm a firm believer, and it is only my opinion, um, that there is no such thing as confidence
1: yes I mean I remember because I put a comment I put a post up about confidence and when you said it it really got it got me and Ellie talking for, for, for ages didn't it? Um, <laughs> about it because it's just something that we'd never really viewed of and we know from our experience working with women for many years they have this fear this self-doubt and the first thing that always comes to them is confidence you know when we say to them we want you to try and do more exercise can you try and get to a gym it's, yeah so we want you to try and try new things with, in the kitchen. And it's confidence. Right. we confidence. It seems to be this barrier that they feel fear, fear they need. And when you said it, it got us thinking even more.
0: <laughs> I think even more so. Because like, when we speak to a lot of people, firstly, it's the first thing that comes to what they say is they can't do this they can't do that and it's like the, but the way that you describe it is rather than looking at it that way it's kind of sort of breaking down what is actually the fear
2: yeah absolutely it's it's it tends to what I tend to find the people that I talk to that say to me they don't have confidence in something say for example it was a dance I don't have confidence that I know enough of this dance to go out and perform it for example um It's it's almost like that's a reason to not do something um, or there's a fear beneath the surface that they're blaming confidence for. And that means they push that excuse externally. They blame the lack of something that they don't have. (laughs) Um, And by saying that kind of confidence doesn't exist, it's almost as if, well, that means that you must think that if I give you this magic box of stuff, all of a sudden you're going to be confident. And that's not the case. The only person that can change that is the person themselves.
0: So obviously working in the entertainment sort of industry, do you come across this quite a lot then? Um, Absolutely.
2: Yeah, when, whether it's people who are um, scared, nervous, worried, um, because it is highly competitive in the industry and because people are always paranoid about their look, their shape, their size, their ability, et cetera, et cetera. So it's a tough industry. But relating that to sort of Joe Public and the regular people on the street, I think we're so fascinated with labelling that this lack of ability or... or this fear to do something by not then doing it we label it as a lack of confidence but it isn't really a lack of anything it's just that you've got fears worries concerns you're embarrassed etc etc and if we look at all of those elements individually and take those away or we minimize the effect of those things on the person who's suffering from them then it tends to be that they can then do that thing whatever it might be and you haven't given them anything you've simply lowered the pain the threshold whatever it, whatever it might be but you've actually not given them anything at all so that's why again I don't think you're giving them confidence I mm.
1: think you are removing the fear as long as you get to the root of what the cause of the problem might be yeah I love that and like you said there it's like the labeling thing because that's something that Ellie had always used in the past as well <laughs> and I'll probably get dagged now but Ellie had always used it in the past for speaking in public and it was something that I don't have the confidence, I don't have the confidence. And it was when you yeah. finally didn't get the confidence, but you just removed the fear. I
0: think I even did a video on it this about a year ago. Like, and I, and I, I think I pretty much saying what Christoph's saying. It's like, I told myself I couldn't do it, that yeah. I ended up believing it, yeah. rather than actually thinking about what it was that was possibly going through my mind. And I think to me, it was just that I was just scared of messing up.
2: Absolutely. And once you get to the understanding of what is the issue, and once you realise that the... If that issue did happen, what the output would be? Would it be a massive problem if you stuttered or said the wrong word or you made a mistake? Would the audience lynch you for it? Probably no, they're on your side. And once you realize that they're on your side, then that reduces your fear and that in turn makes you feel not so scared. So we may translate that to say, I now feel confident. But what you're actually saying is, I don't feel as scared anymore. And it, that fear then doesn't stop you doing it. It doesn't remove the fear. You're still nervous and you're still a bit scared, but
1: it doesn't stop you doing it. Perfect I love that so obviously now this is something that people walk around with a label like this for years some of them all of their life until they decide they're going to do something like whether they come to see you to perform or whatever they will still be telling themselves this they're not confident they don't have the confidence how how do you break that down I'm sure you can't just tell them this and they'll just say you know what you're right I'm just going to do it now and that fear is removed how do you How do you first work with that?
2: Generally, if if it's that they're not confident in something, it's purely because they haven't practiced it enough, whether it's a skill, a physical skill, like learning a a dance routine, whether it's lack of knowledge of choreography. And generally, once you say to somebody, it's not that you can't do it, it's just that you don't yet know how. If I say to somebody, could you be a brain surgeon? They say, no, I could never be a brain surgeon. I'll say, yes, you can. You just don't yet know how. And that's how I taught all my stilt walkers originally um, when we started training from scratch. No one over here had done it before. And I had a bunch of people that wanted to give it a try and they were not confident. It wasn't they weren't confident, but they said they weren't. It was simply they didn't know how to do it. Once I told them how easy it was and showed them a way of them learning. Yes, there were some tumbles and some grazed knees and some knee pads were put to good use. Um, but once we removed their fear of giving it a try and they then learned that it wasn't as, as difficult it was challenging, but it wasn't as difficult as they had had in their head, like Ellie with you with your fear of talking in public. Yeah. When you get yourself in that position. You're locked in that box. It just takes someone just to gently tap on that box and say, well, why don't you give it a try? Um, I was fortunate that I had people willing to give it a try, the stilt walking, for example. Um, and sure. then as with removing the fear, they slowly become more used to the fact they can do it. That's the key thing. I didn't give them any confidence at all. I didn't give them anything. I simply gave them knee pads if I was giving them things or stilts to wear and showed them how to fall safely. So I was simply teaching them the technique of the thing that they thought they couldn't do because they said they weren't confident. And the problem is if the fear then comes in, like with any kind of physical performance, like in a circus act, for example, you can't have fear. You've got to be able to do that reliably every single time, whatever it might be. And that applies to anybody in any kind of walk of life. It's the fear
1: that gets in the way that causes the problem okay yeah that makes perfect sense
0: and it really does break the barrier down for for anyone really like when they kind of look at it as in like like that it kind of makes things oh okay actually I can do it it's like it's like you get like a sense like even though I can feel it already that it's listening to you that I can it's like because I'm thinking at the minute We've got our uh, finals in June, and I got to do posing. Yep, and I am rubbish at posing. No, you're and not. I think, and I'm thinking in my head, I've just got to keep practicing it. <laughs> yeah,
2: anyone can do anything, really, physically. If we, if we are, if someone has done it before in the world, then you can do
1: it. Yeah, it's almost like relating it to a majority of people who listen to our podcast, for example. They probably say they're not confident, so they can't lose that weight but it's yep. like they're not confident you just don't have the knowledge or support absolutely moment. if you say Almost. to anyone
2: yeah if can you lose the weight physically is, is your body and your mind possible of doing this the answer is yes it can do it what we don't yet know is how best could you do that or what tools and tips and information on support do you need for that to work in the best way for you that's what we don't know it's not that you can't do it but straight away we shut the barrier down and say no i can't do it And then that becomes a much thicker wall to try and break through to then convince someone that they can do it. And really, the first answer is, yes, you can. There's a great quote that I always um, talk about from um, Richard Branson when he says, no matter what anyone asks you to do in life, just say yes and then find a way to do it afterwards.
1: (laughs) Yes, I've heard that before, actually. Uh, Which is true. Yeah, it is because there's so many... I think this is in all areas of life, people use like lack of confidence as a, a reason not to pursue something or yeah you know, like you said there it's fear they'll fear judgment they fear failing they fear not knowing what to do and it's like once you start to realize that it's fear not confidence yeah you can start to remove fears because you you can start to know right once i have these tools or i have a proven method yeah there's no fear involved because i've removed that fear by yeah acknowledging i've got that method or
2: absolutely and the thing with fear is that fear is very real but fear also means that you can discuss it identify it and deal with it confidence is this magical dust that exists that no one knows what it looks like or tastes like or feels like so how do you know you've you're getting it or you're giving it or receiving it whereas fear is real i'm the core fact of me not doing something is i'm scared of this well let's talk about that and what is the output like the public speaking thing ellie Mm. if it was a case of i'm scared i'm going to slip up well then, what would minimise that? Well, let's rehearse. Let's talk. Let's go to the venue. Let's talk to the audience. Let's chat about other people. You know, there's there is there's tactical things you can do and practical things that can minimise that fear because that is very real. That fear.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and do you know what's mad is as soon as I kind of started talking at this event, I absolutely loved it. Absolutely. And it was like this crazy. You know, like then I looked back over my life and that I had prevented myself from doing so much. Like I quit swimming. Um, there was you know, so much more to my life that I had to stop myself from doing because of the fear that I yeah. had of, sort of failing. And what if I, like, in my head, I thought I was going to be a failure when really, in reality, is I was never going to be a failure. I just don't, you ever need to practice more or, you know, just tr- keep trying.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> generally, what I say to most people is if the best thing I can ever do to someone in my public speaking is if whatever the fear is in your head is you give it a fair 50 50 comment. So if in your head you're saying, what if it goes really wrong? Then you have to also say, but what if it goes really right? You have to balance it. You can't just do one or the other. And that generally gets people, at least gets them halfway to then that doesn't stop them from doing whatever it is they want to do. And then like yourself, you discover actually it's not that bad.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I think you've just answered the question that I was about to ask you. So if you had somebody that was struggling with well confidence they think it's confidence and they come to you and say christopher i don't have the confidence to do this yeah what 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 one piece of advice would you give them to try and set them free if you could only give them one piece of advice i generally
2: um will say to pete i I like to put people out of their comfort zones i find that works because it unlocks all the mental barriers and it, it makes them think a bit differently so it it doesn't tend to be advice it tends to be action I would if someone physically came to me and said I I'm, say I'm not confident at talking to people for example we would go into town excuse me and I would ask them to go and speak to a complete stranger just ask them for the time and start a tiny tiny little little tiny chain reaction in their head that says you have the physical ability to do something because very often you can talk to someone and you can tell them all the things in the world and all the theory and all that but unless they're doing it themselves practically it just doesn't work. I've found that for the people that I've worked with over the years. Um, and I find that the, the practical advice and the physical doing of the small little steps is what gets their fear and their barriers down. If they're not confident in something, it's only because they've got fear in the way. If that doesn't work, then we need to dig deep into what is the root cause of that fear. Because very often what they say it is, and what it is, is two very different things.
1: Yeah, sometimes it's actually feeling comfortable with admitting the what what people's real fears are isn't it yeah. Well, because yeah it's, it's you know it's a comfort thing isn't it
2: And very often people are like they actually are scared of the success oh i you know it's, it's not fear of failing it's fear of the success which is also in a strange sort of combination because you say to people sometimes you know why are you not doing oh you're so lucky i'd love to have whatever it is that you've got that i haven't got so like, we'll go and get it go and do it anyone can do it you know you can set up a business you can run a successful company you can do whatever you know oh no it's not for me not for I don't have the confidence to do all that it's like well there is no magic powder no magic pill no sort of magic dust it's a case of lowering your fear for stopping you from doing it and going out there and just and try like you guys have done you know it's, it's about doing that's what it's about
0: yeah and you must find it so rewarding when you do see you know that someone so it comes to you and says like you can't do it and then when you go through it yeah. Like what you've just said, and then when you see them kind of you know on stage or doing that wedding dance,
2: yeah, absolutely. And the funny thing is, is they come back and then they want to thank you for <laughs> doing it for them. It's like, no, 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 I just simply unlocked what you already had. And so, I then they get really sort of um humble, as it were, that I then want, don't want them to thank me because all I've done is unlock what was already in there, whether it was a wedding dance or it was a tap dance or whether it was a, a public speaking or whatever. You know, at the end of the day, what we're doing is tapping into. What you already have—that's the key thing. It's all in there.
1: You're not giving them anything. Yeah, I love it because, like, I find like things like dance is such an amazing um, activity as well for people who want to lose weight, and you know, you you get can get a really good workout. And sometimes people don't have the confidence because, or they don't have they have so much fears that they're going to get into a room and everyone else can dance and they can't dance. They work out all these scenarios because I know in my head, if I was to go to like to dance <laughs> with you or something like that i'd be so mortified because i wouldn't have a clue i've got two left feet but why would that stop but would that stop you i wouldn't allow, i wouldn't allow it to stop me no but i could see why people would build up these yes. images in their head because we actually had i don't know if you know charlotte, charlotte yep. i oh. do know charlotte very well she dances for me yep yeah so we had her as a guest and you could just sense the passion and we were like so what what would you say to people like what would you say to somebody who You know, they want to lose weight. They want to start dance. And they've got this fear.
2: I would say just do it. Find a class. Find a group of like-minded people. And remember that a lot of those people were in the same place as you at some point. Don't think that everyone was born dancing and everyone was born with knowledge or born in a certain shape or size. They probably have worked at that to get to where they are. But that doesn't mean that they're judging people around them either. Most dance teachers and dance classes are really welcoming. Um, and they're great fun and nearly every wedding couple, I would say over, the, over too many years I've been teaching now mm-hmm. um, The guys generally say to me they've loved it It's easier than they thought and they wish they'd started it years ago Which means that they could have done if they didn't have these fears of being laughed at or joked at or you know or, or Whatever it is that, that, they, that their fears are stopping them from dancing But it's that whole stopping thing as long as you don't let it stop you yeah. then you suddenly discover these amazing things in life are actually out there for you and you deserve them. And it's only you stopping yourself discovering them.
1: Yeah. I I love that thought of we stop ourselves. Yeah, Yeah. because it's so easy for us to push blame or like you said, label things and say, it's this stopping me. But then really, if you turn it back and say, well, actually, I'm stopping myself. You're then taking accountability. And really, how can you tell someone, I'm not doing it because I'm stopping myself.
2: Absolutely. Uh, My whole dance career. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My whole dance career was built on purely my drive. I never went to dance school, never went to a dance college. Um, I simply loved to dance. My family couldn't afford anything like that growing up, so I just watched MTV videos and taught myself. And then went and got an agent, auditioned, got a dance job professionally, got my equity card and went off dancing professionally all around the world. And now I've choreographed professionally for Marks and Spencers and I've choreographed loads of bits and pieces and the and, and Island Games ceremony. I judge for Dance World Cup all around the world. And all of that is all purely driven from not letting that fear stop me going up and auditioning against trained dancers
1: wow i love that you've, <laughs> you've you've shocked me crystal i didn't I don't mean it, even myself or Ellie knew, no. knew that. <laughs> that's, that's and that's just because you know we've just seen you've seen you at a distance and we just assume because you use this ability and you know the way you come across yeah we just assume that you've done that all your life and yeah. you were like yeah
2: no my first ever dance lesson was when i was 16 in a, in an all um Uh, an adult tap class of of ladies over a certain age with certain color hair. Um, And I was the only boy and I was just, I wanted to go and learn. I was was desperate to learn a little bit of adult tap, but I'd already been doing a few years of dancing through MTV and Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson on TV. So it was great exposure and just loved it and thought I need to be doing this. I will find somehow I will find a way. And here I am X amount of years later, still doing it.
0: And that just goes to show, you know, like what you said, like, Everyone starts off somewhere. And and if you believe and you can do whatever you put your mind to doing it.
2: Absolutely. Don't let anything stop you. I was um, I lived in America for a couple of years and I um, there was an American high school dance team and I auditioned for it. They'd never had a guy on the dance team before. And there was a crazy English bloke (laughs) dancing in school assemblies in front of the whole school. And it just didn't bother me. You know, I didn't let the fear stop me doing it. And if I'd never have done, it's like you know, everything knocks on one thing into the other. If I'd yeah. never have done that, I wouldn't have been seen for something else. I would never have done this, et cetera, et cetera. And they all do lead on to lots and lots of other opportunities. And when you look back at how things have been linked, you think, actually, if at any point I'd let my own fear or insecurity stop me taking this opportunity, which has been given to me, then I wouldn't be where I am today.
1: Yeah. And it's also, I think, like you said there, things snowball. Yeah. One way or another, if you say straight away, no, I can't do that, yep. it's easy to say that to the next thing, to the next yeah. thing. But that then,
2: becomes a little gully that you live in where yeah. everything, and you suddenly say, oh, you're so lucky because you've had lots of opportunity.
1: Uh, no. You create your own luck. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I live my life, you live your life. We both breathe, we both have legs, you know, we're both in a position where we have an ability. What I'm simply doing is I've actually tuned my mind to be massively open to opportunity. When I got a call from uh, Mark Spencer doing their fashion show, um, I'd never choreographed a fashion show in my life. I didn't have a clue what I was doing. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I had that Richard Branson quote. <laughs> I did. Exactly, that was exactly in that moment. And I said, uh, yes, okay, fine. I'll do it. Um, And it was a paid professional job. Um, Big, big, big fashion show for Mark Spencers. And it was brilliant. Absolutely loved it. Of course, I was mortified, petrified and learned on the way. And yes, I did things differently a second time around with another fashion show. But the key thing is, if someone believes that you can do something, then why shouldn't you believe it yourself and then do it and find a way? That was the key thing, you know, is put yourself in this position of risk. Um, Yes, it could have gone horribly wrong, but to balance it out,
1: it could have gone right and it did go right. It was brilliant. Yeah, I I I love that whole thought yeah. process, and I think like for so many of our listeners, yeah, in this short space of time, yeah, if we can help them change that thought process and change that mindset from the I'm I'm I, I'm not confident, yeah, to actually I just have these fears and I need to find a way. I think it can be life changing for so many people, and that's I think, Why and I really wanted to get you on yeah. because I think you've got such a powerful message that yeah
0: it's like seeing themselves in a different light as well which is what's so important that people are always looking at like the negative parts of themselves like what they can't do whereas if they can focus on possibly whether it's learning something or just seeing something in a different light yeah i think it's so much more refreshing in their headspace as well
2: yeah i think it's you've got to be slightly in tune to inspiration around you as well so when you're getting advice like from you guys that becomes inspiring and then when you, when you understand the background story a little bit, you say, actually, I, that could be me. I could be like that. And when you accept that, then you're on that right road to, right, small step here, small step there. Yes, things could go wrong, but we could fall off the path a little bit every now and then. But if we believe that the path is there for me, and I deserve to be there, that's the key thing. Is a lot of people don't believe because then they think they don't deserve. Then you have this downward spiral yeah. um, where you've really got to love what yourself, believe you have the ability to do something, and then allow yourself to go on that journey you know, and, and, and think of it as an exciting, positive focus. Not that it's going to be easy, but if you're in the right frame of mind and you believe you deserve it and you believe you're worthy of it and that you have the ability to improve, change, develop, grow, learn, etc. Then you reward yourself as you, become, as you grow and move forward. And that whole thing becomes perpetual. You become more positive, you become more focused, you become healthier, you become more agreeable to new things which might make you even more healthier and so on and so forth Um, and it becomes a whole shift over time into putting you into that right place where things feel better look better and you accept things more easily and you grow better and you become this amazingly happy successful person
1: and you only you've done it with support that's it i love it because like when you say that i I can actually think of people that we've worked with and that we've worked with that have used the confidence thing as a, as, I don't know what, I don't like to call it an excuse, but as a reason for them not pursuing things. And once we, we've helped them break down the barriers, but we didn't think that we thought that we were helping them, give them confidence, confidence. at yep. the time. Until so we've thought about it in the way that you're saying it. yeah, They've then opened a whole new world of opportunities, not just with them, losing their weight but with them oh, applying for jobs yeah, and,
2: yeah um, absolutely it
1: yes. opens up in all areas i'm sure you see it as well when you help people remove barriers with their dance they then find other areas of their life are improving too
2: yeah absolutely i've got um, a special needs adult dance class that i teach at a local college um and we don't even talk about confidence they haven't they haven't got a clue what confidence is they just love doing it and what they've got is they don't care what anyone thinks about what they're doing yeah yeah they don't, you can't say they're confident because they don't have confidence. They don't know what it is. They don't understand that. But they're not bothered that someone might walk past the class and see them um, dancing around the room to whatever music we're playing at the time. <clears throat> and they're just loving what they're doing. And that's the key thing is
1: that whole removing the fear. That's what it's all about. Love that. And I think that's a really good sort of point for us to sort of round that up there because it's about not being about what other people think and being comfortable in your own own skin and removing those barriers.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's like people that don't, won't go swimming because they're not yet in shape to put on a swimming costume. It's like, well, that's what that's for. You know, if you want to go swim and enjoy yourself, it's that whole situation where you're in your own head. You're not in that position where you think you deserve to be seen, you know, in whatever. But it is about not having the fear and then because then that element that you're scared about could benefit you and will help lower your fear next time. So I'm sure, Ellie, now that if you were asked to speak publicly, you. It might you might get sweaty palms, but it won't stop you anywhere near yeah. as much as it might have done initially.
0: Well, yes, now I think we've spoken quite a few times in public, and I've even got on stage in a bikini. I've gone from two extremes yeah, now.
1: Yeah, you, you saved Denny's <laughs> life that week save as well. My life, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <state>. Yes, I <laughs> broke a suit and Christoph kindly because he's the only man we could think of that wouldn't know anything about costumes and things like that <laughs> actually saved Eddie's life and fixed it <laughs> saved your modesty <laughs> yeah. Yeah. definitely um, Christoph. listen it's been brilliant um, having you on um, if anybody wanted to find out a little bit more perhaps about what you do with the dance schools and things like that how can they find out a little bit more about you Um, Best bet is to look at performersjersey.com, that's our entertainment company,
2: um, or come through you guys as well, you know, I'm more than happy to be challenged on the whole lack of confidence thing, because for a lot of people, that is a bit of a mind trip, Um, for most people they don't get that at
1: all, but more than happy to have a chat, or through you, or through us, it's funny because I think like, a couple of years ago, I would have argued it, Yeah, I would, you know, just because I've seen it with Ellie and I've said it it's confidence, is confidence but then when you word it, it was like well actually Ellie could always do things that she was saying that she wasn't confident to do yeah. she could always do them and it's so I can get why people might want to argue it but once you sit down and you have an open mind to it you can see how, how much better the world is when you don't try and seek something that probably doesn't exist
2: yeah uh, there was always one thing I was wanting to be 6 foot 4 and I'm only 5 foot 9 so, yeah <laughs> No matter how confident I was, that was never going (laughs) to happen.
1: I'm waiting for my last growth
0: (laughs) (laughs) start. What sort of um, resonated with me when looking back, when Ryan talks about when I was at this stage in my life where I would say I wasn't very confident, was the self-worth. I didn't see any value in myself, and that's what was preventing me from getting forward. So you you touched on that as well, and I think that's also key.
2: It is. is People don't believe they're
1: worth whatever it might be. Yeah. Perfect. Listen, Christoph. we won't take up any more of your time. Really appreciate you coming on. And I'm sure if we do get any questions, we're directing. We might even be able to get multiple people <laughs> on another. We can have a good discussion about it because it's something that I think we could talk about all day. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Yeah, people are very, very uh, passionate about confidence and self-belief and self-worth. So, yeah, it'd be a good discussion to have. Perfect. Thanks a lot, Christoph. Cheers. Thank good luck, you. guys. you.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Weight Loss with the Hodgins. Make sure to go over to HodginsFitness.com forward slash podcast to get the show notes.